This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here. 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Shoot us an email and we'll be happy to, uh, to answer it on the air, which is what we're going to do this morning. Tony, uh, we got some got some good questions this morning. Are you uh, are you all here? Are you ready to <laughs> tackle the day, my friend? I am almost alive and awake this morning, Travis. Almost, um, almost. Almost. I'm still uh, still working on the coffee. Still working on uh, on uh, getting there. But yeah, yeah. I'm I'm ready for the questions, and I love it when we do this because I know that you love hearing from listeners and from people you meet with. You get a lot of questions, um, and it's great to address those because uh, everybody. Uh, can benefit from that. Obviously, we all have some of the same questions and people are kind of of the same mindset for during certain periods of time. People are always asking certain questions. So I'm looking forward to this, Travis. This will be a great one. And I've had a great week. I've been doing good trying to get out, get some things done. And I know you've been keeping busy as well, correct? Oh, absolutely. As as always, there's always doves flying in the Chance household. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but hey, you know what? Let's uh, let's not get into let's get into some meat because uh, there's a lot going yeah. on right now. You know, we have yeah, the uh, <laughs> the inflation. Reduction Act, uh, which should be called the Internal Revenue Service uh, Employment Act. Holy cow. Uh, what was it? $80 billion going to fund new IRS agents? I'm sure this is my ticket to get guaranteed audit right now, but um, holy cow. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I, I cannot believe that we we really need that many new IRS agents. Um, it's a yeah, 600 Do we really need per- fewer fewer police and more IRS agents? Is that yeah, few, what I'm fewer, hearing? Fewer border patrol, fewer police, fewer fewer teachers, fewer, you know, you could just keep going across the board. But yeah, uh, so we're going to get more IRS agents and um, we need oh. a 600% growth in that, uh, in that division. So, you wow. know, hey, I wasn't aware of that, but uh, but according to the the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, I was I was under a a false sense of security that I thought we were good, but we needed more IRS agents. Anyway, uh, we also this week uh, saw unprecedented search and seizure of uh, a sitting or a former president, former sitting president. I thought that was kind of interesting. We'll see how that shakes out. And then the big number, which actually everyone was expecting to probably continue to go higher, actually went down. Uh, year over year inflation, Tony, the 12 month ending in July, it actually went down from 9.1 to 8.5. 
Yeah. And not much and, of a relief, and, but well, it's, but you know what, you know what it, what it shows is, is it shows that there, there is potentially a trend that could begin to form. We've got uh, sure. month over month uh, that was unchanged versus the increase of 1.3% last month. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to be optimistic here. You know, I've said over and over in, in the meetings we have with our clients on the show, uh, in our courses that we teach, Inflation is is really the the silent or the hidden tax, right? Because everybody pays it. I mean, you're you're it's costing you more money for the same goods and services. Uh, you're you're paying all that money that we got in stimulus back. You're paying all that back plus interest right now. And unfortunately, it, it's something that when you have the supply constraints that that we had, when you throw five point three trillion dollars in gasoline on the fire, it's it's going to get really hot, but eventually it will burn down. And hopefully this new inflation reduction act, which is throwing another trillion dollars of gas on the fire, doesn't make inflation begin to rise again. Because as long as we can see inflation really start to get under control, uh, as long as uh, as long as we see GDP continue to, to remain constant, if not getting stronger, I think we'll be fine. And the Fed could pull off its miraculous uh, soft landing. But if uh, if if it's if it's like some people think, it could still become a bump or be a bumpy ride. So this is not an all clear, folks. Uh, I'm telling you this because this is the beginning of of good data. But one piece of good data does not a trend make. So if you're out there, you're doing it yourself. Really pay attention to what's going on. Or if you have questions, give us a call eight seven seven two six nine zero eight three nine. Let us help you make sense of of the data that we're getting and how it could affect your portfolio. So, uh, Tony, this morning, actually, that's that's what I want to do is I've I've had a couple questions over the last few months uh, and we've we haven't we haven't answered them. Right. We've you know, we we were out of the office. Uh, we I, I think I told you we had a vet, we had a uh, wedding in in July. Right. We had that's the right. conference in July. Uh, we had trainings at Ed slot in May. So. We've really had enough content to kind of keep us going, but I went back and looked through some of our emails and and I wanted to at least uh, answer some of the most recent. So uh, that's where I want to dig into right now is is some of the things that we're getting and some of the concerns that we have. So, you know, one of the questions that we had from a client was they have an IRA and and I'm just paraphrasing. They have an IRA and they want to know what is the best way to do a QCD. Now, for those of you who don't remember, uh, QCD is Qualified Charitable Distribution. If you're going to tithe, if you're going to contribute to a charity in retirement, you really need to be using this, especially if you're 72 years old. Uh, you can begin at 70, but 72 years old. You can you can really start to see some impact because at 72 right now, the, the latest Secure Act made RMD 72 years old. So that means you're forced to take distributions. Well, that means it's going to fall to your bottom line. Uh, some of you out there could be subject to higher Medicare premiums. It could have a whole litany of, of things that could that could be affected. So 
doing a QCD, Tony, is a qualified charitable distribution. So it's basically you take from your custodian and you gift it straight from your custodian to the charity. You don't touch the money. Well, if you don't touch the money, guess what it doesn't do? It doesn't fall to your bottom line. You're not going to have it as taxable income and then have to turn around and take a deduction for it. So um, I, I know a lot of people out there, uh, they want to get the most bang for their buck. But the question was regarding should they should they QCD individual shares of stock or should that should they do a cash distribution? Well, uh, let's face it. You when you take an RMD, the government's not going to let you get credit for doing a uh, an in kind transfer into your checking account because that's just not possible, right? So when you take an RMD, generally it's going to be in what? In a cash distribution. If you're going to do a QCD, I really don't know why you would try to muddy the waters, but I. I guess you could. You could do an in-kind transfer of shares, um, but I really don't know why you would because it's going to be a lot of extra hassle that you really don't need to go through, and you need to probably take the distribution anyway. Why not just go ahead and liquidate it, and let's say your RMD is $20,000, Tony. You you want to send ten to your church or charity. Then send them 10. You take the other 10. Guess what? You only had 10 in taxable income that year, and you have satisfied your $20,000 required minimum distribution. And it didn't take a, a two or three or four step process to do that. So I think sure. so uh, you're talking about ch qualified, qualified charitable. charitable distributions. You know, yeah. don't don't try to get cute in retirement, folks. Uh, keep it simple. You know, what's what's the KISS philosophy? Keep it simple. Uh, Stupid. yeah, well, Tony said it, I didn't. So send him the hate mail. Uh, but, uh, but no, it's, it's really, it's really one of those things that, uh, we don't need to get cute. We don't need to get fancy. Right. It just is what it is. If you're going to take a Q advantage of the QCD, just do it in cash. It's just yeah. easier. My um, mother-in-law got hit with an $11,000 tax bill because of RMDs this year. Didn't take it, failed to take it. Yeah, I think I think that's what happened. Yep, yep. Yeah. It's a 50% penalty on anything you don't take. So if you miss a $20,000 RMD, it's going to cost you 10,000 plus you got to claim income tax. It's um it's going to hurt. I promise if you do it the first time, you won't ever ever yeah. ever do it again. Well, the problem uh, is Travis, she's in Minnesota and uh, she'd been working with this guy long before I'd ever met you, but I, I wish he doesn't really know what he's doing. I get that impression. And so she's in bad tax situations in retirement. And I know that's something that you uh, look at for your clients and work alongside tax professionals. Well, it sounds like to me, it, it could be a situation where, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to, not going to beat on this guy cause I don't know him. Sure. But uh, a lot of times what you see is uh, clients are, are sold solutions before they actually identify what the problem is. Ah, uh, yes. And you don't really need to start buying lumber until you know exactly how big your house is going to be. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, the Good devil's point. in the details. Um, right. Now, I have another question. You know, that was a, that was fairly straightforward. So I got another one that has a couple moving parts, Tony. Uh, got a okay. question from a from a listener that says uh, her sister is is 52. Her her brother-in-law is 56 and just passed away. And she's questioning what she should do. Now, I don't know if, if she is actually the, the spouse and she's saying that she's a sister. But nonetheless, we're going to answer it. Um, 
So what should she do? They have a Roth IRA. They both had it more than five years. Is there a benefit to holding it in the previous spouse's account or rolling it into the sister's account? Well, you just kind of answered the question, uh, a listener, because if if you put it in her name, then Jane is going to be subject to the 59 and a half rule. But because she's a spouse and she's got presumably, you know, almost eight years to go before she would actually reach 59 and a half, mm-hmm. um, you probably want to leave it where it's at and just uh, change the qualification or, or, excuse me, change the designation, if you will, uh, to, you know, let's just say the the Susie or the uh, Susie Smith IRA uh, beneficial IRA of John Smith or, or whatever it is. You, you want to sure. retitle it so that she can retain the ownership, but it's a beneficial IRA because as a spouse, uh, even with the Secure Act changes, she is actually eligible to take that as a stretch and take that over uh, as a distribution over her lifetime. Uh, if she wants to do it, she can roll it to her name if she wants to. So the probably the most the most logical thing to do would be to leave it in his name that way she can retain access until uh, 59 and a half then you probably want to roll it into your name because yeah unfortunately uh unfortunately so for now leave it but yeah. At 59 and a half. Uh, unfortunately, due to her age, Tony, she could really start to get penalized and, and get some uh, pay, pay some some unnecessary expenses. Sure. And we just don't want that to happen. It's tax free. Make it an inherited Roth and, and it should be fine. It'll be a qualified distribution at that point. There you go. Well, and, and that goes to uh, applies to almost all retirement related accounts. There's that 59 and a half rule. And that's because that money is meant for retirement. They don't want you touching right, that money right. before 59 and a half. So you really need to look at that as retirement money and not touch it or do much with it before well, think that. Think about it. Think about it like this. So the context of that question was essentially she's a spouse. She's a beneficiary. What should she do? Well, you unfortunately, whenever you you have a rollover situation and if if she were to have rolled it over, let's say her advisor didn't understand the rules and just said, yeah, you can just roll that over. Well, you can't unmix coffee and cream. And if you roll it over into his IRA or Roth into her name, well, then you basically have now you've created an issue that wasn't there prior. Uh, Keeping it to accounts instead of rolling it into hers alleviates the problem because she's now eligible to take distributions and they're not penalized. She doesn't have to pay that retirement uh, surtax, if you will, to take money early. It's just it just it fixes a lot of problems. So, like I said, don't get complicated. Keep it simple, simple thing. Keep it uh, keep it in the beneficial state and don't roll it over until six. 60 years old or 59 and a half or later. So that's um, really good to know. Good to know. Well, Hey, got another one. And actually I see this quite a bit, Tony, this is good. This one might, this one might take a second because this one's got a lot of moving parts. So have a husband and a wife and they're asking what they should do when planning for their retirement because there's a pretty big age gap. Well, the husband Uh says he's 67 and his wife's 55 and they want to know what to do. Well, first things first, uh, that's going to be a, a very sticky wicket to, to kind of navigate. Why? Yep. 
It's because traditionally speaking, what you really want to do if you want to make sure both spouses are okay is you want to plan as if we're planning for the for the the 55 year old, not the 67 year old, because here's the deal. If you plan for the 55 year old and she is going to be successful, the 67 is going to be successful by default. Right. Right. Because if, but the, if you start to if plan the, his the youngest retirement is, first. is successful, yeah, she could run out of money because she's got 12 more years. And right. since she's younger, there could be a possibility that she's going to live well into her 90s. So, right. And so you know, my uh, neighbor was in that exact situation with almost that exact age gap. Uh, my neighbor, and now both him and his wife are retired, but she's much younger than him. And so I know, first of all, there's a social security issue. Uh, second well, of all, there's health care, uh, health insurance issues. Now, don't steal my thunder. Now, right? hey, bye. Don't steal my thunder. What are you doing? Go listen to Xanadu. Uh, but anyway. Oh, oh, you threw me I, under that I have bus. To, I, have right. to, I have to stop here for just a moment and say, when Olivia Newton-John passed away, Tony sends, or sends a picture out on Facebook. He is listening to the album Xanadu, and yep. I had to give him I had to give him grief for it. So that's where that. Not my usual classic yeah, rock. That's, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was like, you go from Frampton comes alive to xanadu what in the world is the world coming to so anyway let's get back to this to the sure. to the question so first things first uh you you do bring up a good point young padawan uh social security benefits you know that's a that's a pretty large age gap and if if the the person because he didn't distinguish whether or not uh, he had begun taking social security whether he had a pension but whenever you're in that that situation, Social Security can be crucial. Why? It's because the later you wait, the more benefit your spouse could have the ability to inherit. And if you, let's say, are 67 and she's 55 and you take it at uh, or you've taken it at 62, that's not going to work out well because that's a lower benefit. And when she inherits, she's only going to get to keep 82 and a half percent of the benefit when she inherits the, the larger amount. So, you know, you really need to think about it if if you can and have the assets to wait as late as possible, maybe even 70 if it makes sense. That's probably something you should consider because when this person becomes 70, uh, you know, the spouse is going to be 58, right? They won't, they'll be four years out from, from taking benefit. Now at 60 years old, if God forbid something happened to the higher earning spouse and the, the spouse waited until full retirement age, they could take a reduced amount, but it would still be larger than if they were to go ahead and take it at 67 and, and have initiated that three, four years earlier. So that's definitely something to think about. Social security is key and crucial. Um, we need to think about, like Tony said, health insurance, health care. What's going to happen to the person that's 55? What's going to happen uh, later on down the line? Well, if the 67-year-old, let's let's talk about it both ways. Let's say they're not retired uh, because, once again, didn't give me that information. Just said we have a really large age gap. What do we do? Well, if you're not retired, then chances are you probably have not begun to take Medicare A and B. You may have you may have enrolled in A, depending on the size of your company, but maybe you haven't done Part B yet, and you're still on your employer plan. Uh, you know, you may want to think: Do I want to work at least part time if that allows your spouse to participate? If it doesn't, you know, you probably want to at least. And uh, you really want to think about probably Cobra. Uh, I know most people are like, "Oh my God, that's so expensive." It is, but think about this, Tony. 
90% of the Cobra plans that I've seen. And, and obviously we can't say a hundred percent because I can't remember every plan I've ever seen, but sure. I'd say 90%. It usually, even though Cobra premium is right in line, if not maybe a little bit higher than what you can get on the exchange or under Obamacare. Well, it, it may be a higher premium, but you're talking about a very, very enhanced amount of benefits because you might be saying same benefit on Obamacare, but double the double the deductible, double the co-pays, double the co-insurance. Uh, staying on the, the corporate COBRA plan could mean lower out-of-pocket expenses, even though higher premium. So it's definitely something you need to consider. And obviously, once you get into uh, both of you are 65 years old, you really want to think about Medicare. And then that's when you'll decide, you know, do we do Medicare Advantage? Do we do Medicare Supplements? You know, what's the right plan for, for my, my spouse and I? Um, some of the other things you really want to think about it's retirement withdrawal strategy. You know, I did an interview recently and Tony talked to the person that was interviewing me and he, uh, he said that, that, uh, we had an issue with, uh, with trying to understand some of my, some of my examples. So your colloquialisms yeah <laughs> that's easy for you to say another <laughs> mel tillis reference so <laughs> so retirement withdrawal strategy think about it like this uh your your retirement and and where you want to go is the plane the fuel is the is the money okay if tony you get up and you have to fight a bunch of rough air to get to uh to get to to altitude to cruising speed cruising altitude uh you're not going to have as much fuel in your plane to last as long right so it's right. kind of the equivalent of going through a rough market in the beginning because the market's uh, really kind of going up and down it's kind of choppy you're probably spending a little bit into your principal because obviously you need monthly income Hopefully you're not taking a lump sum and uh, really damaging your earning potential. But let's say you're taking monthly. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. If you go into a, uh, a really easy takeoff, smooth air, all the way up to a cruising speed, chances are you're going to be able to go farther. That's kind of the equivalent of retiring into a really good market, into like a 2019 or into a 2017, if you will. Uh, the problem is... Have we had a 2017, 2019 like environment this year? Probably not. So if you're retiring this year, you really want to think about what your withdrawal strategy is, because if you get up to cruising altitude, so to speak, and all of a sudden you begin to take five, six, seven, eight percent income, well, your portfolio might be able to produce it for a while, but then all of a sudden you get to a point to where if you hit rough air, your the nose of your plane is is going down so dramatically and so steeply that you may not be able to pull the stick back up that's your withdrawal strategy investments uh you you really want to think about this tony you know as we get to closer to retirement a lot of people want to want to do a smoother glide path maybe they think uh cash fixed income uh assets that are aren't quite as volatile are the place to be but if you've got a spouse that has a really long life expectancy, potentially, you really need to think about it like this. It's kind of like when you were working and you were going into that retirement phase, you probably had more what? 
more stocks, more investments that were going to be inflation adjusted. So, you know, these are just some things that if you're out there listening, you're in the same boat, you may want to think about. But uh, Tony, hopefully that 67 year old and that 55 year old have got some some pretty good uh, things to work with. If you if you need any if you need any assistance, folks, you need to either you need to either think about this. If you're if you're out there and you're you're fumbling around and you're in a dark room and you don't know where the light switch is, it's there somewhere, but you got to find it. It's much easier to have someone who's been in the room before that can walk over to it and cut the light on so you can see clearly a lot quicker. That's why you need to give us a call 877-269-0839 and let us help you make the lights come on for you and your retirement. All right. Well, Travis, great show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.